Adventure Before Dementia is proudly brought to you by station sponsors The Dirt, 26 Light Crescent, Mount Barker, for all your off-road camping needs. Welcome to the very last show of Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 FM Hills Radio. You're with Mike and Anita for this, uh, oh, pretty sad last day. Good morning, everyone. I have my tissues at the ready <laughs> to capture the rain of tears that will fall from my face. <laughs> yeah, we have, have decided to stop the show, mostly for a break for us, because we've uh, we've just got so much going on, we... Um, uh, hope that you listeners out there will constantly support us with our uh, stories that we actually publish in Weekend Herald, the Caravan World, uh, Go RV and whatever other lists we have. Plus all our shows will be on podcast for iTunes and SoundCloud um, or practically all of them except for some that I have missed. Um, but this morning we thought we'd reflect again I know we did it before Christmas, but we'd like to reflect on on some of our shows and some of our guests that we have had on air. And for our last show, we have a very special guest. Oh, thank you very much. You don't have to <laughs> say that about me. I'm, I am a regular. Apart from you. <laughs> oh, oh. Who have you got? We've got Ron and Viv Moon calling us in. Oh, no way. Way. Uh, live from their, from Victoria, I think. And they've decided to join us for our last show. And we'll just chat to Ron and Viv about some of their adventures and, uh, oh, a bit of everything, really. And and if you don't know who Ron and Viv Moon are, you really need to pull your head out of the sand. (laughs) They are Australian icons, almost as famous as Ayers Rock. They have travelled. In fact, they don't call it Ayers Rock anymore, do they? It's Uluru. They're, they're up there with the Leylands in my books. Yep. Uh, I, I always uh, looked up to Ron and Viv, mostly because they, they've done what we are still dreaming of doing and that they they travel all over the world, not just Australia, but they've actually gone overseas. That's and it. You can, all, you can follow their travels on uh, Ron and Viv uh, Moon Publications, I think it's called, or uh, Ron and Viv Adventures. Moon Publications. Moon Publications. So they're publishers and writers. Yes, and and the list just goes on. They're they're amazing, amazing couple, and uh, Ron's and Viv both still write and publish. Hmm. Incredible effort. Yes, it is. So I can't wait to talk to them. Been wanting to talk to them for a while, and we thought, well, why not the last show? And they. And they said yes, so woohoo, that's going to be exciting. So if you do have any questions, you better get them in quick because this is your last opportunity to ask Ron and Viv or Mike and myself if we can answer them. Any questions to do with travel or whatever. And we might actually keep Adventure Before Dementia up and running so you can share your pictures because it on is. On the Facebook page, you mean? Yeah, Adventure Before Dementia on Facebook. Uh, keep it up and running so you can share your adventures and holidays and happy snaps because... Uh, the place to be, isn't it? Travelling around yep. Australia. But we will finish off with a few songs. Oh, start off with a few songs. Crikey. <laughs> he really wants to get off. No. Here's a good one for Foster, from Foster the People. It's called Doing It For The Money. And hey, we're not doing it for the money, we're doing it for the love. Yeah. 
Stay with us. Anita and Mike on Adventure Before Dementia here on Hills Radio. There was Foster, the people, for and doing it for the money. Yes. And you're listening to Mike and Anita here on 88.9 FM. Oh, hang on. I've got it. Take my tissue. I only snotted in it twice. But, yep, we are reflecting on some of our favourite shows on Adventure Before Dementia. Uh, here today being our last show at least for the at least for the moment and uh, look thinking back to some of my favorite uh, favorite shows I really enjoyed when we had Lynn and Greg Flesser on the show do you remember that oh that was a good show and they were such a wealth of information don't you think oh they were now some people will some people will spend six months traveling around Australia. Others longer. These people, this couple, had a ten-year plan. Ten years, God. Uh, and they were was it year two or year three? They were into two. Right, year two. Because they started off with one sort of uh, a soft floor camper trailer, and then they worked up to another camp uh, camper, a uh, hybrid camper. No, hang on, that was rooftop tent. Oh, rooftop tent didn't last. Very long, you know, with rooftop tents, you got to pack the, the <laughs> thing up and down every time you want to use a car. So, oh yeah, that was a very uh, short-lived experiment. Uh, then a soft floor camper. Oh yes, that's um, right. And then from there, they went into the hybrid. Yep. Yep. Anyway, their uh, their experience were, they were sharing with us because they were on such a slow uh, itinerary move, if you like. They <laughs> would spend a lot of time around camp, and as a result, they were having a lot of interaction with snakes. Because, of course, snakes being quite sensible animals don't like to be around when humans are. But when you're still around camp, such as sitting in a camp chair and reading... They think you're a tree. Yeah. And um, <laughs> they shared the uh, the time when a python decided to make home in their little ensuite tent outside so they couldn't actually use their loo. Uh, there was a time when they believed they had camped on a what they regarded as a snake highway Eesh. as the snakes kept on running down uh, pretty much through their camp oh. to get to the waterhole on the mm. other side. So, uh, yeah, it was quite a remarkable story that they shared. Uh, and they also were talking about how they like to travel off the main road, obviously, to see the real Australia, which I thought was very interesting as well. What yes. about you? Um, I think favourite. my favourite show was uh, when the start of the variety bash. Variety bash. I was trying to find, could find it. So I've got a bit of head numbness happening at the moment. Um, yeah, the variety bash. Uh, so that's for that's a kids' charity, isn't it? Yep. SA Variety. SA Variety. Yep. So they had the bash that goes for seven days, and that actually started here in. The um, Mount Barker Main Street here in Gaul. It's called Gawler Street. And it's just down here because the studio is actually on Gawler Street and we could see everything going on from our window on the first floor and all the characters and the commotion and just the vibe from the, the morning is amazing because everyone's all charged up, ready to go out um, in, on this adventure. And because they... Uh, are all in fancy dress too, mm-hmm. it's a bit of a challenge. And that morning was freezing. Mm, which could have been worse, could have been like this last week and or so where it's been an absolute heat wave. <laughs> yeah, Not on. great when you've got a gorilla costume on. <laughs> but we um, did a few interviews that morning uh, with uh, one of the uh, uh, touring groups, the Jelly Beans. Jelly Bean ladies. And also the CEO 
uh, we interviewed too. And, yeah, we just had people coming and going, coming and going. And then Stuart and his dad, Brian Peddle, came in to talk as well because they were a, a – we could class them as a recovery car. Yep. Uh, fix them up a car. Yep. <laughs> Quite a challenge. I've got to say, just leading on from that, um, that uh, probably one of my other favourite shows is when Stuart came in. Stuart uh, Peddle is from Red Ark. Red Ark, uh, the electronics company down down south in Lonsdale. Yes, uh, SA owned. A great Australian company. Uh, Stuart is really Mr. 12 Volt, and he demystified the the whole battery management idea, idea both in uh, camper trailers and vehicles. Yes. And there's some really good gear that you can get these days just to, to take the pain out of working out how many volts are in your battery and how long it's going to last. Oh. and. Is the you know is the contents in the fridge going to go off? That is just uh, way too painful for me. Over yeah, going to get warm, but yeah, there, there are some great gear. And if you look on uh, Adventure Before Dementia Facebook page, there is a there is a blog on battery management that I wrote with the assistance of Stuart. So mm-hmm. check that out if you're a bit naive in the battery management area. Uh, me? <laughs> Don't you just plug it in and it goes? <laughs> Yeah. No. (laughs) All right, we'll be back after a few words from our sponsors, but stay with us. It's Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 FM Hills Radio with Mike and Anita Pavey. It's our last show today, so, yes, please hang around because we've got Ron and Viv Moon coming up live on the phone. Oh, stress, mate. That's an impressive camper trailer. Where'd you get that? Mate, I bought it from the dirt off-road campers in Mount Barker. They specialise in Australian-made premium off-road campers designed to get you there and back in comfort and they're great to deal with too. Who are they, mate? The dirt off-road campers at 26 Light Crescent, Mount Barker. Now that I've given you the dirt, I suggest you get to the dirt yourself. The dirt off-road campers. Check out the dirt www.com.au. Hills Radio Spot. It's a bit of uh, cellophane rainbow, as we see them all the time, by Safia. Cellophane or rainbows? Both. (laughs) You're listening to Mike and Anita here on 88.9 FM Hills Radio. You're listening to Adventure Before Dementia, and it's our last show for a bit, I think. Need to take a bit of a break, because, yeah... Anyway, we are reflecting on our past <laughs> trips. We've covered that already. So, uh, some. What about uh, the time? I mean, we've had Coxie in here at least three times. So. Dave, David Cox. Bit more explanation on who Coxie I was, is. I was getting there. <laughs> uh, it's not Coxie from the Roxy. <laughs> um, that tubby fellow that used to be on the travel shows. No, oh. it's uh, David Cox from former owner of the Mount Dare Hotel on the western uh, fringe of the Simpson Desert. And he's a bit of a fix it all. Everything too, isn't yeah. he? Isn't well, I suppose as an owner of an Outback uh, pub where you're recovering people off the desert left, right and centre, performing bush repairs and, oh. and other things, you do become a bit of a Mr Fix-It, whether you like mm. it or not. Yep. So we've had around the show talking about vehicle recoveries, about Outback Publican. And great yeah. desert trips. Yeah. Which there are many of. Yes. And so, hopefully uh, we will get to do one with him sometime in this lifetime. That's it. <laughs> It was always a goal, but we never quite made it to uh, uh, conflicting diaries and other things. Uh, we also spoke to... I'll just recap some of the people we actually spoke to. So we did have uh, Jason and Christina from Jack and Farm both come in and talk about uh, the farm and events coming up. And the four-wheel drive park. And the four-wheel drive park. We had Matt...
Matt Wright from Goal Zero come in, uh, Lucinda, who's not there anymore, from the CCIASA, which is the caravan camping show industry, which I've got to say is next week, Wednesday to Sunday, if you've got nothing to do. Yes, that's right. It is the biggest show of the year. Mm. It is the Let's Go Caravan and Camping and Lifestyle Show. We'll be there on uh, mm. Site H13 we on will. the grass. So. Come in and say g'day. We also had Jason from IO Merino, Jason from uh, Credit One. Yeah, Jason Saros. <laughs> are there any other names apart from Jason? Saros. I think it's Saros, but anyway. And then we also had uh, um, Ross from DreamPot talking about how a DreamPot actually works because a lot of people still don't understand how they, they work and actually, um, yeah. So they don't have a power source, these dream pots. No. They're uh, like a little incubating pot. Incubating. Yes. <laughs> One of those. Works on thermal cooking. That's it. So you heat it up first and then it just keeps cooking. And then we've done a lot of travel shows. So we've spoken about uh, some of our adventures. Oh, also Petter and Mel who yep. are travelling around Australia. Um, we uh, spoke about uh, a lot of travelling shows. Absolutely. We, we recounted our favorite, some of our favourite mm. adventures. Where was one of yours I that, that we spoke like, about? I like the Litchfield National Park. We were just talking about this off air b- before. There was this back entry into Litchfield and um, we came across this sign which said no caravans. So, of course, <laughs> we've got this hybrid had this hybrid camper at the time. It looked a little bit like a small off-road caravan. And we thought, oh, no, we'll be right. That just means those big, long 24-foot caravans. So uh, when we came to the first creek crossing, (laughs) we had to drive up the bank, weaving between the saplings and then carve across and then it was down into the creek, Uh. up onto this mound on the other side, weaving, uh, lightly weaving between trees as we went and then up over the top of this mound we had to swing hard right as there was this big tree right sort of in the middle of the track and just trying to negotiate our 13 metre road train (laughs) You know, large four-wheel drive and hybrid camper. It it just we just couldn't get around. It was so, hairy. Um, yeah, that was a good one. It was hard yep. to explain that on air, though. No, we <laughs> <laughs> needed to have pictures. So that's it. So this was, of course, beside a creek that had. Uh, Beware of the crocodile. So while Anita was carefully trying to <laughs> negotiate a uh, reversing manoeuvre, while I was looking left, looking right. Avoiding trees and, uh, you know, with the occasional head glance look for crocs, it was quite an interesting recovery. Well, my favourite one, I think a series we did about uh, five or six shows and it was all along the west coast of Western Australia. Oh, such a beautiful spot. We started from the Kimberley and then we worked down to the Pilbara, the Coral Coast, the Gascoigne area, Margaret River and then down... Across the south. Yep. So up around towards... Yeah, brings yeah, back lots of memories. Great pictures, great beaches. Beautiful spot. Really. Hey, if yeah, you haven't nice. been to WA, you just have to go there. Yeah, spend the time, drive over there. Yes, it is far away, but pff, it's Australia. Everywhere is far away. The Kimberley is far <laughs> away. Cape York is far away. The top end is far away. <laughs> the shops aren't far away. <laughs> no, well, they are up there. <laughs> but no, that was a great, great... Uh, Great lot of shows. Very good, very good. Awesome stuff. Anything else you want to reflect on? 
Oh, I thought it was quite good. Uh, I think, as you said, when uh, Jason came in from Credit One to talk about to, or to tell us the different mm-hmm. options of financing a camper trailer or tradeback camper. Yeah, if you do want to buy something so that you've got that little travel home pack there ready to go, it's uh, it's quite easy. And these guys now actually bend over backwards pretty much to help you get what you want. They are, work for you. That's it. There are different ways of doing it, of course, and you need mm. to explore the best method which suits yeah. your financial goals. Yeah. And Unless, of course, you're retired and you're cashed up and ready to go to ki- spend the kids' inheritance. Go for it. Woohoo! That's it. No <laughs> loan required. <laughs> no. Uh, so, and a little bit about Mike and myself too. We, we do do a bit of travel writing, of course, not as much as Ron and Viv or have guidebooks or cookbooks and blah, blah, blah. Um, But we have done a bit of travelling. We've been around Australia once. Um, There's always time to do it more and there's always stuff to go back and see. And we like to share our stories with people and and people that might come into our store and also want some advice. That's it. On where to go. I'll tell you where to go. (laughs) And she will. She doesn't hold back, let me tell you. (laughs) But... Uh, yeah, it's it's awesome fun. So uh, you got to get out there and do it. And if you haven't, and you think, oh, maybe I don't know, one one year, maybe when the kids have grown up, take the kids. It's a giant school out there, and oh, that's the it. learning stuff while you're on the road and exploring the people you meet, the places you go, the things you see and do. I mean, a lot of the people we've run run into on our travels have travelled with their kids be it little kids or older kids, and they have said that they've just, they're more grounded and they, they're more, uh, enjoy the stuff that they've seen and done and, and uh, yeah, seem a little bit more grown up, I reckon. Mm, absolutely. Learnt, learnt so much more. All right, after this break, we'll get uh, Ron and Viv Moon on the line, stay with us, but we'll just go to... Um, a short song and some a word from our sponsors. And you're back here with it, Mike and Anita here on Adventure Before Dementia, listening on Hills Radio 88.9 FM. And joining us on the phone right now is Ron Moon. How, how are you going, Ron? Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> Good morning, Ron. Great how to... Are we, mate? Yeah, we're fine over here in Victoria. Nice sunny day and they're going to be a bit warm. I think it's been oh. warm over your way too. Oh, it's been absolute stinker here in <laughs> South Australia. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, my word, my word. Probably now, uh, down on the coast somewhere. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Nice along the beach, having a bit of a relaxing time. Yeah. <laughs> Ron, uh, could you tell us uh, how you got into travel writing? Oh, well, I was an electronics technician in the Army oh, many, many years ago, 35 years ago or something, and um, I decided we decided that um, we wanted to change to get away from electronics completely, and... Um, so we, we'd, we'd been mucking around, you know, sort of uh, doing a bit of hobby writing and all that sort of stuff for dive magazines mainly back in those days. Mm-hmm. And and um, and then uh, we decided we'd go full time and um, suddenly we, um, you know, getting one article printed a month or every two months wasn't enough and we had yep. to do a lot more. <laughs> I hear you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Um, yeah, we decided we'd go to Africa and uh, spend three months in Africa and um, wow. see what that would develop. And um, Quanta supported us in that, and mm-hmm. um, and um, that was basically the start of it. I mean, we we wrote a Africa was just starting to open up. Quanta was just starting to fly into Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. wasn't 
wasn't flying into South Africa then because of apartheid and um, yeah we we uh, sort of uh, that started our writing and it also started our love affair with Africa I guess. So, oh yeah. wow and that's when you yeah. caught the bug. Yeah yeah well both of them yeah travelling and uh, and Africa so uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean we've been back a heap of times since and, uh, oh, and yeah. you know ran tours over there for a while and all that sort of stuff and um so, yeah, it, um, it, uh, it's been a great ride, I've got to oh, say. Wow. Awesome. So what would be some of your favourite Australian destinations or trips that you've done? Well, I, gu- I guess if you go, if you look at what we, uh, what we, how many times we've been to certain places, I mean, Cape York's right up the top of there. I mean, we, we wrote the first guidebook on Cape York back in about 84, yeah. 1984, something mm-hmm. like that. And we, we just finished writing one for Hammer just, uh, just recently. So, yeah, we've okay. been doing that for over... Um, 30 odd years and um and we've been there somewhere around 40 trips to cape york you know so uh, yeah i mean obviously the capes uh, changed a lot and all that Mm. but it's still a fabulous fabulous destination uh for for people and people who want to get off the beaten track and all that sort of stuff you never get sick of the place no, no, not really. I mean, uh, there's always something to see. There's places yeah. I haven't been into for quite a while. And uh, one of the things that changes through right through Australia, in fact, is that you know, some places open up and other places close down and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. if, you, if you've been going there for a number of years, there's always some variety or always something different to go and see and have a, have a look at. So, um, yeah, and that certainly happens on Cape York, as it, as it happens uh, right across Australia, you know, with pastoral properties. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of them, you know, become travel destinations and then they shut down when they mm-hmm. when they sell up or whatever, or Aboriginal communities stop and start and all that sort of stuff. So, yep. yeah. Wow. For a Cape York trip for the average four-wheel driver, uh, are there any sort of side trips that you just can't not go to? Well, I think, I think yeah, if you're going to Cape York, you know, I always say to people, look, do the Overland Telegraph line at least one way. Yep. Yep. You, you don't have to do uh, the really severe creeks like Gunshot or something like that. You can bypass them. Yep. Um, but, yeah, don't don't go up the uh, the bypass roads uh, both ways. I mean, it's uh, it's a pretty boring run that way. Go, you know, try the... Uh, Try the Overland Telegraph line, and you know some of the creeks and the uh, the camping nearby is just fantastic. Mm. I think um, once you get to the top, you you, know, you need to go out to Somerset as well as uh, the the tip and all that sort of stuff. There's a lo- lot of history up that way, oh, yeah. and, a, mm. and and of course Thursday Island is um, yeah. is a is a, is a fantastic little uh, little island and town to go to, and uh, a lot of culture there and all that sort of stuff. It's a real mix of um, you know, cultures and all that sort of thing, you know, yeah. from the Japanese and uh, the Malays and, uh, you know, all mm-hmm. the Islanders and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah there's a lot, lot, lot to do up there, you know, right from the start, you know, right down to Cook Town and, uh, and, uh, and that sort of thing. And, yeah, so, yeah, mm-hmm. there's lots of things to do. Mm. In your travels, no doubt you've had to do a few repair hacks along <laughs> the way. What's, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what's uh, yeah. your most uh, memorable... Oh well, I remember uh, in my uh, I was in my 47, 47 series cruise. We were coming down the, uh, off the Mitchell Plateau somewhere, and um, I lost steering. You know, snapped the steering rod, Eesh. and um, we ploughed through a few trees and uh, ended up in the scrub. Anyway, um, I uh, we had to uh, weld that together. So you know, weld that up with two 12 volt batteries and. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, a bit of angle line I found on a fence line and uh, <laughs> use that as the, as the as a piece of support and strengthen the the thing and. In fact, we 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 got it all the way home to Melbourne on that. I go, um, wow. we drove to Derby with it, and I thought, no, this going all right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can do this uh, away we went. But I mean, look, there's been there's been a few uh, few of those things from simple stuff to uh, yeah, we blew a turbo ho- hose on one occasion, mm. and um, yeah, we used a tin can and oh. um, to to uh, fix that up and a uh, whole pile of wire and then tape and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I mean. You, you do things like that, you know, to, yep. to get you out of trouble. Yes. Oh, wow. God. <laughs> now, uh, Ron, we know that uh, Viv, you know, does a lot of the lot of the cooking books uh, under your publication yeah. banner. Do you actually yep. do any cooking <laughs> on the road or are you um, I, well I kept? Can cook, I can cook bacon and eggs, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well um, or not um, well? No, 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 I'm pretty good at cooking bacon and eggs and, um, and yeah, I can cook a steak and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. but um, uh, I'm under direction all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, I'm under supervision. So, and anything more complicated than that, well, I'm under very direct supervision. And uh, what is your favourite recipe that you love, Viv, to cook well, for you? Well, uh, there's, there's a fabulous one in one of our cookbooks in our first, in Viv's, first cookbook and that's lamb boulanger and that was that was um uh, we went to cape york on a on a on a trip many 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 years ago and with us was one of hilton's top chefs and um he was an absolute incredible bush cook as well and um he uh brought he he cooked this uh lamb boulanger which is sort of um you know a lot of uh, vegetables as a base you know um uh, not cauliflower a cabbage and uh all that sort of potato and all that, and it's layered, you know, with uh, with lamb chops, and you just sprinkle a whole heap of herbs in it in a camp oven. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. And um, so you end up with about three layers or four layers of chops and 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 uh, vegetables in between, and uh, and man, that is absolutely. And then a heap of spices, mm. and um, you know, slow cooked for uh, over the fire, and uh, just a fabulous, fabulous meal. Yep. And and a, and a feeds an army, you know, sort of thing as well. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's it's good for a, for a group, or you can you can eat it cold next day. It's bloody lovely. Oh, yum, yum, yum! <laughs> sounds good. Now I'm hungry. Mm. Yeah, yeah and no, it's a good one. Is Viv there? Yeah, she is. I'll I'll, I, I'll get her for you. Okay, for a sec. just want to ask her a wait, quick question. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hello, you two. Uh, hello, Viv. How hello, are you? I'm good, thanks. I've got this um, burning question I need to ask you. I've got one too. I've I've asked. Um, Lorraine Leyland, because she's got a, a few cookbooks out as well. What's yeah. What's your favourite meal you like to cook while on the road? Um, well, and Ron's it, probably just given you one of them. Oh yeah. wow, really? So the you like to cook? Yeah, because it's simple. Yeah, he likes to eat it. No, I don't mind cooking it. Um, oh gosh, off the top of my head, oh, there's a couple of. Oh, I just. I um, just did, I've got a recipe called the Doctor's Chicken, Ooh. which um, some friends. We were up in, um, where were we? In the Kimberley yeah, a couple of years ago with a couple of friends and one of their friends was a doctor from, from South Africa and this was his recipe and it's oh. basically um, it's basically a, uh, apricot, good old apricot chicken oh. but with a big twist. So there's, there's lots of goodies and you can either throw it all in the 
camp oven or put it in an other bag in your camp oven that saves you cleaning the camp oven. And, and again, oh. it's again it's one of those one dish meals. That, oh yeah, you know, I like those one dish meals. Oh, yeah. and they're good. That's just chock full of goodies. Oh. You know, the apricot nectar's in there, but oh my oh. goodness, there's all sorts of things and there's a bit weird some of it it's a bit of mayonnaise and there's oh. curry and there's apricot nectar and there's a few mm. other spices and is that in one of your cookbooks can we find that if we you'll pe- find it on our website okay. i have a i have a recipe page on our, our guidebooks website yep. which is www.guidebooks.com.au so yep. there's heaps of info on there travelers bulletins and updates and the likes but i actually have um a recipe page so You'll find it up on that. There's, oh, I don't know how many recipes are up there now, about 60-odd of them. So yeah. um, I think, and I think it, it may have been in the 4 Before Australia magazine. I'm pretty sure I put okay. it in that. Yep. Um, and then I would have put it up on our website. So I don't think um, it's, it's got to any of, the, any of the cookbooks yet, so I've put them there. So that's one. I like one dish meals. Yeah. Good old, good old chow min. Yeah. Oh, nice. Kedgeri, that's another beauty. Oh, I love these one dish ones. They're quite good. <laughs> no, good, easy, and not too much washing up. No, that's right. Yes. <laughs> not too much washing up for Ron, I should say. Well, you yeah, well, if I cook, he washes. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the way it works. But, um, yeah, so, so that they're, they're sort of the staples. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll yeah. share that on our Adventure Before Dementia Facebook right. page too. So that'll be great. Thanks, guys. That's good. Okay, uh, Viv. <coughs> Excuse me. You obviously yes. spend a lot of time uh, with Ron in close confines on these travels. What's what's some tips yes. that you can share to avoid arguments with your spouse when travelling? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, what's some tips? Oh, look, I think you've just in the end, you know, you've basically got to be just really good friends to start with. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you if you're not good, if you're not good friends and buddies, that ain't gonna work. So you know, but. Look, you know, Ron will often, you know, go and um, sit outside and read a book while I might be, you know, sitting in the van or whatever. And yeah, but no, look, you know, it's not it's not something we've suddenly done. I mean, you know, we suddenly started doing it up till the last kind of fifteen years and spending all that time together. So, mm. you know, it's something that um, you know you sort of work into. Um, and I don't know. I think some can either do it or can't. But mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I think it's you've got to you've got to like each other's company to start with, yeah. and um, and then you know that's that's um, a big thing of it. So, yeah, look, you know, and 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 I have to be honest, you know, a little bit of space um, yep. at times when yeah. you know when you do if you do find yourself home and one has to go off for a week or so. Um, to be perfectly honest, I'm, I don't mind having a bit of my own company, <laughs> and, and I don't think that hurts any couple to no. have, a, have a bit of space. You know, when they've spent so much time together, no, you know, it yeah. makes you appreciate each other. Yes, when you're not there. So that's right. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Some good advice there from Viv yeah. Moon, and we'll, we'll, we will be back in just a moment. Please hang on the line, Viv, or hand it back over to Ron. We'll just have a few words from our sponsors, and then come back and talk to uh, Ron and Viv Moon from All Victoria. Right. Stay no with worries, us. Guys. No worries, guys. No worries. Oh, stress, mate. That's an impressive camper trailer. Where'd you get that? Mate, I bought it from the dirt off-road campers in Mount Barker. They specialise in Australian-made premium off-road campers designed to get you there and back in comfort and that 
great to deal with too. Who are they, mate? The Dirt Off-Road Campers, the 26 Light Crescent Mount Barker. Now that I've given you the dirt, I suggest you get to the dirt yourself. The Dirt Off-Road Campers. Check out the dirt for wd.com.au. Hills Radio Sponsor. Listening to Adventure Before Dementia here on Hills Radio 88.9 FM with Mike and Anita, and that's our very last show for here. We might just take a bit of a break for a bit while we get our head around things, but we are joined live on air with Ron and Viv Moon. You there, Ron? Yeah, we're back again. Excellent. Fantastic. Now, Ron, uh, you've long been a proud Nissan owner for your Australian (laughs) travels. Is the... We've owned a couple. I've actually owned more cruises than... Uh, oh, than is that right? But, uh, wow. But uh, um, I've never owned many. I mean, I've owned, I've got third one at the moment. We've got a 79 series dual cab, which is uh, we're doing up slowly but surely. But we've always uh, we've got the patrol down the back. And, uh, you know, that's the one we've driven around the world and all that wow. sort of stuff. And uh, so Viv, uh, Viv reckons I'll never sell it. So, and it's a... It's a really capable truck. I mean, it's got everything on it that you would need, and uh, it's not over the top, but it's got um, you know lockers and um, super low uh, low ratio gearbox, and uh, mm. you know it's a really comfortable truck. I stretched at six hundred mil, and and uh, it's a dual cab Ute basically now, yep. and uh, nice. and it's uh, you know it's a pretty capable car, and uh, I've just come back from the mountains. In fact, we're up in the Victorian High Country, oh. and. Um, and um, it was, you know, we just had a great trip through there and some rough trips, and it just paid anything. You know, it just gone. <laughs> so yeah, probably, probably yeah, we'll keep that uh, for a, for a long time yet. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. Uh, and Ron, do you have any tips for any budding travel riders, people who are keen to sort of get out yeah, and explore? Well, and... Yeah. Look, it's it's a hard gig, I think, in this day and age of of the web and all that sort of stuff. The web doesn't pay very well, and. Uh, Everybody who uh, who uh, can string a few words together and and take uh, take a photograph can get can get a blog up and running and all that sort of stuff and uh, you know people can do one trip around Australia and they're absolute experts on travelling Australia and um, and I mean that's that's one of the things and so there's a lot of competition out there yep. and to and to and to morph that into a, a full time job like we mm. were lucky enough to do it, it's a real uphill battle and. Um, uh, you've got to be really uh, concentrated and really, uh, really get into it and uh, and spend a fair bit of time. And nowadays, I think with uh, with magazines, I mean, magazines are falling by the right wayside, left, mm-hmm. right, and centre. And the other thing, the, the magazines that are surviving re- require you to shoot video and all this sort of stuff so mm-hmm. that they can support their Facebook site or uh, their social media site or their website or whatever. So. Uh, it's a lot harder to get into because of more competition and it's a lot harder to get into because they want you to do more. Yeah. And, and generally, that's a lot more for less money as well. Mm. Yeah. So yes. that's, that's probably not a very good news story <laughs> for, uh, for, for budding, uh, budding riders. Uh, nice. I mean, um, you know, um, I, I think uh, to, to go to, uh, to university to do a journalist course these days would be an absolute complete waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Um, I mean that's yeah. It's, you've got to be pretty dedicated to uh, break into the uh, to the magazine field because the magazine field is decreasing as well. You know, mm. you only got to look at the four-wheel drive field of the number of mags that have that have come and gone in the last uh, few years, and uh, and um, and a lot of the magazines are working on you know staff writers and all that sort of stuff. That's right mm-hmm. across the board as well. Mm. So. 
So uh, freelancers are uh, it's pretty 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 hard road to hoe. That's the moment in time. Yep. So what sort of a camera do you use for your media uh, work? Well, look, we I, I run Nikon gear. I've, I've always had Nikon stuff, and um, um, you know you just get you just get slotted into one. I think, and uh, you know Nikon or Canon or whatever, and. Uh, and then it becomes too expensive to change once you've got a whole heap of lenses and all that sort of stuff. I mean, that's not the camera body. That's uh, that's the thing, I guess. It's uh, it's the camera lenses that uh, you know you start to get you know 200 to 500 mil lenses or whatever, and they mm. start to um, you know fairly expensive. And you think, well, <laughs> I think I'll stick to these anyway. Yeah. And I really can't see. Uh, much difference between uh, between uh, either brands anyway. Yeah, a bit like holding them Ford. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or Toyota and Nissan. Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so anyway. And, yeah, uh, but, sorry, no, yeah, Ron? Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, run, I, run a, I run a mirrorless camera as well, mm. which is a really nice little camera. It takes great photographs and, uh, and um, you know, you can... Um, throw it in the backpack or whatever and it's not very heavy and all that sort of stuff you know change the lenses and all that sort of stuff so you know it, it just depends on what you're doing and um and um and what you start off with i think it's, mm. as long as you end up start with a reasonably good camera mm-hmm. and uh you know it's a lens that's important and then you can uh, add or uh, get more expensive cameras and all that sort of stuff i, I certainly don't have a top of the line uh nikon anymore i've got uh you know, D750 or whatever they call, yep. you know, which is a full frame, full frame camera, and um, and that's pretty good. I also got a couple of uh, lesser cameras, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not so much about your camera; it's what you actually see through the lens and how you how you shoot yeah. it, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, and, and um, you know, there's there's lots of good photographers out there, and there's some mm. outstanding ones, you know, yeah. who, who you know, sort of spring to mind. Um, I, I guess I'm not uh, a, a great uh, photographer or anything like that. I, it's just I can I can I can string some words together, and I uh, and uh, you know I take a few photographs as well. So, yeah, but um, you're out there doing it. Yeah, well, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. You know, we're, we're sort of uh, been pretty lucky. At that, but having said that, you know, we're pretty focused in what we do and uh, and all that sort of stuff. We, you know, we've got like, this whole year's plan. Next year's all, already. We've we've slotted in two big trips for next year. Oh right. And you know, so we're 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 sort of focused on 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 travelling and when, when we're going to travel and where and. Uh, yeah. And, and and the things I say, yeah, you know, people say, oh, you're lucky you've, you've done this. I, uh, I wish I could do that. Yeah. I wish I could do a trip to Africa or whatever. And I said, well, don't 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 keep saying that because yeah. you'll never ever do it. Yeah. What you've got to do is go. On June the first, mm-hmm. I'm catching a plane to Africa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And set a date. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whether that's this year, next week, or two years time, set a date. And then work towards it because yeah. people go, oh, what am I going to do about the dog? You know, I can't uh, do that because the gardening, you know, the garden's going to die. Yeah. And you go, well, <laughs> there are ways around this, people. You know, yeah. you, you you can really get around all that sort of stuff. All you've got to do is set the date mm. and work towards it. Yeah, that's good advice. That's it. Just you know, so, do it. Don't dream yeah. about it. Do it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, setting the date is the first big thing. Whether it's a trip up to the Flinders Ranges next week. Mm. Or a trip trip to Cape York in two months' time, yep. or a, a trip you know a trip around the world. I mean, mm. you know, we drove around the world. Uh, we took something like uh, fifty four months. We've been we've been travelling for and all that sort of yeah. stuff, and um, 
and uh, we, we spend you know, two or three months every year overseas uh, and we've got a truck in, uh, in North America now. Um, we'll probably ship that to Africa in, uh, in a, year, a year's time or maybe uh, two years' time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, um, you've just got to sit down and go, OK, I'm going to do that. How much is it going to cost me? I'm going to leave on the 1st of June. Let's do everything to, you know, to work towards that. Excellent stuff. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Great advice. No worries. And Viv, no of course. And, yep. um, yeah, look, if we'll post all of your uh, website links for uh, Moon Publications on our Facebook page. It's Adventure Before Dementia on Hills Radio 88.9 FM. And it's, uh, um, yeah, thank you very much. And no we'll... worries at all. You have a great time and, um, and uh, you get out there as well. I oh. hope everything goes well for you. We'll try to. Thank, thank you, thank you so much, Ron. And okay. we'll, we'll be in touch. Okay, no worries at all. See, See you ya. later. And um, that's pretty much it for Mike and myself for today on um, uh, Hills Radio 88.9 FM, of course. An adventure before dementia. Last show, that's very it. sad. Stay tuned for the Bricks and Mortar show. Massive thanks to Crash Carpenter and Hills yes. Radio yep. for their support for our show. Thank you, guys. It's been awesome. And, hey, look, we might come back in later on in the year, but at the moment we've got quite a few commitments. But thanks so much for listening. We'll keep the Facebook page up and running. And, of course, you can always listen to our podcasts on, of course, iTunes. And that's Adventure Before Dementia. I'm Anita. I'm Mike. And we'll see you later.